stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick. And this week, as you might expect, I'm going solo as I'm working from home like many of you are doing. And so it's just going to be me for a little while, most likely on the podcast. But I know it's a wild time out there. So we're trying to get you as much content right now about what's going on in the stock market as we can. I know there's a lot of other things going on. Obviously, there's experts covering all of those issues about health and safety, but we're going to try to get you as much market information as we can. So one thing I keep getting asked about now that this big sell-off is here and continues is I keep asking, should I buy now? You know, people keep asking me that, like, is this the time to buy the stocks? And that kind of tells me that we're not near the bottom, actually. Sorry for all of you who think we may be. Um, I don't think we are because at the bottom, you're going to be so afraid to buy, you're literally going to be paralyzed. And that is not what's happening right now. But that being said, no one can pick the bottom. So my advice is don't even try. This is an unprecedented time. We've seen other big market sell-offs in the past, including 2008-2009, and even you know going way back to 1987's multi-day crash. But this type of sell-off, the quickness of it, um, the reasons behind it is different from what we've seen in other sell-offs. Um, you know, so we're all kind of flying blindly here and we're going to fly blind even in terms of where the bottom may be reached. And remember, many of the companies have no idea what's going to happen to their business, even as of tomorrow, even just the next day, let alone the quarter. I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's going on with the earnings reports, because we're still getting some of them in right now, even though it's basically the end of earnings season and it's mostly over, but we're still getting some retailers and we're starting to get the fiscal year reports coming in. So there are some trickling in and it does uh, help to listen in and see what the companies are saying. That's how I can basically say that most companies have no idea what's going on because look at Ulta. That's Ulta Beauty ticker ULTA, they reported fourth quarter results and gave fiscal 2020 guidance on March 12th. So when I'm recording this, that was just five days ago because I'm recording this on March 17th. And then today on March 17th, it withdrew that guidance from just five days ago and announced it was closing some of its stores from March 19th to the 31st. It's still going to be operating like pickup at the stores and then um, you can do online orders still as of right now but of course that may change too so literally within just five days they've like reversed course already and that's just one example Um, another one is mcdonald's ticker mcd is now saying that it it has no visibility at all um, as it closes its restaurants and uh, some of those are going to 
closing to dine in, but they're doing takeout and delivery. And this is uh, a whole new change in what they had seen not too long ago in their business as well. So new updates will be forthcoming in the next few weeks. We're also going to get unemployment claims that are going to be huge in the next uh, month or two. We haven't seen anything over uh, 230, not even 240 a week in um, a long time on the weekly claims. And I'm expecting, you know, the the uh, full month, who knows what's going to happen with that. But that's, we all know this is coming down the line and then they should improve after a month or two, hopefully. Um, but that's still to come. We also know that Congress will be doing a big stimulus plan shortly. A lot of ideas being thrown out there. Looks like they want to move pretty quickly to get some money into people's hands especially those who suddenly are going to be out of work, which is many people in any of the service industries, which is now about 90% of the economy. So this is going to be huge. But while all this is still going on, stocks may still decline further. So what should you as an investor really do? This is really the basis of the question I keep getting when people are asking me, should I buy? They're basically really asking me, Tracy, what should I do? So if you want to buy, uh, my advice is to do dollar cost averaging. So let's say you have $10,000 in cash. You do want to put it to work. This is going to be a long-term investing plan for you, and you intend to have the money sitting there for a number of years. So you could do whatever makes you comfortable, $1,000 at a time on some certain interval. So every three days, you buy $1,000 worth. Maybe you do it every week. Maybe you do it every 10 days. Whatever your plan is and that is makes you comfortable, you can enact a plan like that. And it's been my experience that people with a plan like that kind of, you know, putting in on a certain day every week or once a month, actually works to take some of the fear and the emotions out of the investing decisions because it's just kind of happening when you're not really paying attention. This is what makes 401k investing so successful because the money just comes out of your paycheck. It goes into whatever funds you picked out and it does it every month. Most people don't really pay that much attention to what's going on with it. I know some of you have it on your app and you like to look at it every day or whatever you're doing, but a lot of other people don't. So that's why it works because it is automatic. So you can automatic do some stock investing or ETFs or fund investing, which whatever works for you with your cash that's sitting there. But once you set it up, I feel like that'll take away some of uh, your anxiety about things. And remember too, the next question I always get is, what should you buy? There's no you know, answer to that because that goes to whatever your plan is, what your outlook is, what this investment is going towards, what your goals are, all these things. And you know, right now, basically everything is on sale, just about everything, maybe not housing, not, not that kind of thing, but most stocks right here are on sale. And, um, you know, this is a good time to start poking around at what 
you think will do well when we come out of this. And remember, this is not really the good time to buy companies that have issues that are outside of the coronavirus issues. Um, whether that is something is wrong with their business already before all of this hit, or they have financial issues already before all of this hit. Uh, don't rush into the companies that already had strains. And uh, a good couple examples of what I mean by that, just so you can uh, kind of see it in action, is you know, don't buy a company that is currently without a CEO or maybe even just has a new CEO in there. So a company like that on the retail side would be J. Jill, tickers Jill, J-I-L-L. I'm not sure if they hired a new CEO yet. I haven't heard. Um, they might have snuck one in there when I wasn't paying attention, but they were without a CEO for a while here. And so that's not good because they're already struggling a bit and that's why they're making the CEO change. But now with the hit on the consumer and on retail in particular, um, that's gonna be a rough go of it. Some other retailers were already in turnarounds. And so this is gonna make it even more difficult, right? Because the consumer was flying high with super high consumer confidence before all of this happened. And now um, it's just a shock, shock to the consumer. And so those that were already trying uh, new sales tactics, new marketing, um, refreshing their stores, uh, trying to get back on trend, all these things are really going to feel the pain here. So some of those names, L Brands, Victoria's Secret was already struggling. And uh, this isn't going to help, ticker LB there. J.C. Penny, as much as I like J.C. Penny, and I believe in their turnaround, but it's going to be even more difficult now, especially if stores are going to be closing and whatnot. So J.C. Penny, J.C.P. is a ticker there. Another one, Bed Bath and Beyond, already had negative uh, same store sales comps for like several years going into this, and I said at that time. If they're not doing well now, while the economy is humming along, while the consumer is buying, what are they going to do in a recession? And here we may get a recession. We're already going to get a big retail slowdown. So I don't want to know what they're going to do now. So Bed Bath & Beyond, BBBY is that ticker. Buy the strength, especially in the retailers. You always want to buy the strength, but buy them in the retailers because when the going gets tough, only the tough are going to get going. And we know some of those retailers with the strength. I mentioned one earlier, Ulta. I have owned it in my own personal portfolio for several years. It's now down like everything else is big off of its highs. But it has $500 million in cash sitting there. If it's got to keep these stores closed, if it's got to pay its employees while the stores are closed, um, if you know same store sales decline double digits or whatever's going to happen, it's got cash. It was doing a big share buyback. Um, not sure if that's going to go on hold. Most likely it will, but this tells you the strength of its balance sheet here. So buy the strength. We also know strength among other retailers. You know the names. Uh, do I have to go over them? Maybe I do, but you're all going to them. Um, that would be, you know, Home Depot, HD is the ticker there. 
they may uh, see it tough going. I'm sure they will here too, especially if they have to shut down stores right now in the big spring buying season. The gardening season is big for Home Depot. It's kind of like their their Christmas holiday season really is the springtime when we all rush out to buy the plants and gardening equipment and all of that. But uh, they too, a strong balance sheet and good management, Home Depot HD. So by the strength in those, let's switch sectors. What about the big cap growth stacks? All of you were in them only three weeks ago and now they pulled back. So a couple of ones that I consider the beasts, great earnings, track record. Um, the charts were incredible over the last seven, eight years, even after uh, IPOs, maybe even longer, 10 years basically. And now we are seeing like a real pullback in these shares. And that would be Visa, ticker V, MasterCard, MA. And both have already cut guidance. But I want to recall that was like two weeks ago, <laughs> maybe three weeks ago now when the coronavirus first kind of started to pick up steam, headed over to Italy, but they both cut guidance on revenue um, before the big slowdown in corporate travel actually happened. And even before the ban on European flights coming in with Europeans and all of that was even enacted. And both of these companies see a lot of income from corporate accounts, corporate spending, you know, people going out there to go to that convention um, and charging it on their corporate cre credit cards. And now that travel's being hit, a lot of travel expenses being uh, cut here. So Visa, MasterCard, I wouldn't be surprised to see further cuts to the guidance coming out even before the earnings possibly. Uh, taking a look at just MasterCard, those shares are down about 20% year to date. Is that even enough? That, that sounds like a lot, but these shares we're trading at 37 times forward earnings on their high. So where will they end up when they are truly a deal? We don't know. Um, is this the bottom in any of these? Uh, probably, like I said earlier, unlikely, but no way to time it. And the stocks will go up before the pandemic is over. The uh, investors, traders, Wall Street will recognize that the worst of it is over and that good times are to be coming. And so they'll push stocks up higher before any of that happens. But I don't think we're even in that area yet. We're in maybe the third inning of the game. And so uh, you're going to have to wait until we're in like the seventh inning maybe to start to see some of that. So slowly buying in in a dollar cost averaging type of strategy is a good strategy right here. And um, who will see less of the impacts maybe from what's happening with the coronavirus? Let's think of it that way on the optimism side, what companies won't see, you know, business shut down or even a loss of business? Well, social media probably isn't gonna be shut down. What about a stock like Twitter? TWTR is the ticker there. It's down 22% year to date. Um, are more people, since they're going to be forced working from home, going on Twitter, using it? Uh, what, what else is happening? We already know about companies like Zoom Video, ticker ZM, because everybody is going to be um, doing 
you know, web chats and all that now. But those shares aren't down much. In fact, they might still be up. I haven't looked at it recently because it's it's all the rage right now on uh, Wall Street. But think about some of these others that have have turned down, like the Twitters and other social media stocks that aren't going to be shut down, or even just companies that have online businesses only. So again, the store is not shut down if it's online only. And a company like that would be Match Group, even though they don't have stores, Match Group, MTCH, which owns Tinder, Match.com. Those shares down 33%. And I'm kind of thinking that if a lot of Americans are stuck inside for at least the 15 days, they might start start to get bored. You might want to be on Tinder for fun or Match.com or... Um, you know, any of the other dating sites that they own might see a surge of users here as we all get kind of bored, kind of like you might on Twitter too. So Match Group could be one of those companies, but there's others that are online only. And then of course, what should you do about the FANG stocks? I know a lot of you are thinking and hoping like, oh, I could get in there. And they have pulled off their highs like everything has. But I wouldn't call any of them, uh, you know, exceptionally cheap here. But if you are a long-term investor, you're dollar cost averaging and you just love them, then they are definitely cheaper than they were just three or four weeks ago. Um, Also, another area to look at, drug stocks, because we're still going to be getting our drugs through all of this. And so that's an area that you might want to also put on your wish list. You might just want to look around at some of those. What about the the uh, marijuana stocks? I know some of you are probably wondering about that too, right? Um, some of that is supply and demand. Again, issues going on there. And some that actually own retail stores or like dispensaries are possibly going to be shut down here too. So uh, they are acting more like real real retail now at least through the dispensaries, so that might not get you anywhere on on the marijuana side. But as you can see, um, as you go on, there's gonna be a lot of other stocks that maybe you can buy. And you really, I urge everyone to have that wish list. There's also, if you just want something a lot easier, the indexes are available and it gets you, you know, stocks at a discount You don't have to sit around picking out who may be winners, who may not, who's going to report a bad quarter, who isn't, who's going to, uh, you know, lower guidance next, who's going to withdraw their dividend. You're just buying the whole darn index. So we know some of those, they're out there, the S&P 500 index, there's always small caps, there's mid caps, there's NASDAQ. As I said last week, you don't have to get real clever indexing is fine, but um, lots of ways to get in. The key is to have the plan. And if you are going to be buying right now, my advice again is to dollar cost average. Know that this probably isn't the bottom, but I have no crystal ball and my magic eight ball would say, you know, it looks cloudy right here. But um, If you're dollar cost averaging, you're going to get close to the bottom at some point while dollar cost averaging. You're going to get at least in the game. But 
my advice is not to try to time it and try to guess when that bottom is, although that is human nature. And um, like I said, I don't feel like the fear is totally subsided. It's still uh, kind of lingering out there and we're going to see spikes in it over the coming next couple of difficult weeks for the global economy and for everybody's health and safety here. So um, keep all those things in mind. And of course, as always, everybody, please stay safe. We will come out of this challenge eventually, and then we will go back to worrying about earnings and basic business models and all of that. But for right now, um, there's other key things to be worrying about. So let me recap what stocks I talked about today. So we had Ulta, ticker U-L-T-A, as one of the top retailers. As I said, I do own that one in my own personal portfolio. And I'm kind of eyeing it to see if I can get it a little cheaper here and maybe add a few shares. Uh, J. Jill is one of the ones I'm worried about, and it's ticker Jill, J-I-L-L. Bed Bath & Beyond, I'm worried about them, B-B-B-Y. JC Penny worried JCP a uh, couple financials you might want to keep on your wish list because they're down off their highs now Visa ticker V Mastercard MA oh I forgot the uh, one of the other powerhouse retailers Home Depot HD then social media not going anywhere ticker TWTR and uh, Match.com, also online only, so they're not shutting down any stores or any of that kind of thing, MTCH. And a couple others on social media, of course, Facebook is the juggernaut. I own that. A lot of Americans do. It's got the Instagram, and right now we're all stuck inside. Might be, might be surfing on that Instagram right now. So uh, ticker FB for Facebook, as always. So there's a lot going on. You don't want to miss a single episode. I'm going to be bringing you as much as I can here from working from homeland and hopefully uh, have some more stock ideas next week. We'll see what happens over the course of the next week with the stock market. Um, anything goes right now. Keep your wits about you, but subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. And you can also get us on Spotify or wherever else you can get podcasts. But be sure to get us somewhere. And I'll see you again next week on The Market Edge. This material is being provided for informational purposes only. And nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.